Welcome to episode 13, my conversation with Kevin. Uh, Kevin works at Witter Digital, um, and we were having a beer at Panhead and, and, and chatting about um, a change in music, a change in the way music's produced and, and consumed um, on platforms such as um, Spotify, for example. And it was a really interesting conversation, so I, I, I asked Kev whether or not we... Um, could uh, I could you know we could do a chat for the podcast because I thought a lot of the things he was saying um, I, I found really insightful. Kev himself as, as well as working in the um, movie industry on a number of uh, major global motion pictures. Uh, Kev also is um, a produces music or, or is uh, learning to produce music. So he had a couple of interesting insights there as well about his own approach and and, and different artists that he follows and listens and, and loves um, and their approaches. And I just thought it, was, I, 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 it really uh, encouraged me to reflect myself on the way I listen to music, the way I consume music. Do I chuck on a playlist and just listen through without any ideas to who I'm listening to? Is it about the music? Is it important that I understand or know who I'm listening to, or, or or does that not actually make a difference? Does it does me not knowing the artist behind the song I'm listening to does me not knowing that uh, dilute in any way my appreciation for the music or anything like that? I, I just thought it was a really uh, interesting conversation, um, and an episodic approach to things as well, Kev talked about, which I thought was interesting, the idea that we, uh, in so many ways, in different platforms like HBO or Disney Plus or others, that are um, potentially going back to that episodic approach where you would watch an episode, you'd wait a week, you'd watch the next episode, and it it gives, it's that delayed, um, that kind of uh, delayed gratification, um, which potentially you know, has the benefits of, of building anticipation and allowing you time to to really kind of digest what was in the episode and talk about it and connect with people over it and unpack it, you know, and, and then get excited for the next one. And um, so I just, a really enjoyable conversation. I think so many people talk about the idea of slowing down, um, reconnecting with things and, and you know, not having so many things going on that we can't actually sit and just appreciate one thing at a time and appreciate the thing uh, in more fullness, understand who's behind it under, you know, really going deep into something and, and uh, enjoy the, the many layers um, and, um, and, and elements to a particular thing, a movie or a song or a product. So great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I hope you enjoy it too. I think there, there are a few things in there that everyone could reflect on uh, and decide whether, whether or not for themselves they, you know, they um, want to consider changing behaviors or whether, whether or not they're already doing things that they feel uh, allow them to really connect with something properly. Uh, everyone's different. I guess at the end of the day, everyone's different. So uh, there's a lot of food for thought in there. Uh, but thanks again for tuning in to episode 13. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you're well. I mean, like, think back to Howard Stern. Like, 
I couldn't. I don't know why anybody thought Howard Stern was funny, much less. I mean, maybe it was the whole macho thing. I mean, he was macho to a next level, yeah, and like the way that he would um, talk to women on the show or talk about. I, I, maybe he wasn't too, totally chauvinistic, but uh, he was. I don't know. I didn't find him. I, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand uh, watching it, and I was always very. I was. I didn't understand why other people liked it. Because did he have a he had a radio show, or did he, he have a show, show that you could watch? Yeah, and then it turned into like a TV show kind of thing, and it went on forever. And I think he still goes on. Yeah, that's a good point. So you you would have thought, like with all the cancel culture, you would have thought he would be one of the first people to be targeted. Or is there a is is there a difference between macho and misogyny? I got I got no answer. I don't know. I don't I don't know at all. <laughs> I, it was actually interesting because the, um, I, I was looking into the, the, the etymology of misogyny and I think the true definition of misogyny is, uh, is a, a man who hates women, which is, is the extreme. You're saying that person hates women, like actually hates women. You know, they're, they're not just making sexist jokes or anything like that. They hate women, and I think that's quite extreme. But I think the the conversation around the etymology of that is that it's changed. Is that people are using it in different contexts? So a misogynist isn't necessarily a person who hates women. It could be someone who's sexist, or I think it's so easy for people to throw that around and call someone a misogynist. Yeah. But it's it's a very destructive term, I think. A lot of things get thrown around these days, right? Like the name, any kind of any any opinion, and you you're all of a sudden branded something that. Yeah. You, you, you almost you almost can't have an opinion because you're going to piss someone off yeah. to a degree that in this day they can make your life miserable. I mean, just just a just a friend of a girlfriend that I had one time, just because a comment of going somewhere for fargua, right, which is duck liver, which isn't necessarily ethical by any means, but I wasn't. I'm not, I'm not a, a mean person, and I was just like, we should go to this restaurant because I hear it's really good. Yeah. And this person, sh- she, she posted like she post. I had to basically block her at some point because she was, she was basically harassing me. Like she was posting to my Facebook feed multiple times a day, like mutilated animals and all this stuff. Like these are all the things that all your products and all of your. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. She was a friend's girlfriend. And I had to block her because she just went irate. Why do why do people do it publicly? When did that become acceptable to publicly shame someone? Well, no, it's, no, that's 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 a really big thing. It's um, because um, on the internet there's no repercussions, so everyone are just like saying things. The first thing that comes to their head, you know, they get really hot headed and they get really passionate, and maybe they don't know, and so they just go off at the mouth. It, I think it's probably slowly dying down now because people are realizing that you're not you're not invisible anymore. Like I think um, early days of YouTube, people were extremely hateful, right? Um, and, oh, in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they still are, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't see as much. I don't see as much. I remember, I remember seeing and being like, Jesus Christ! All people do is argue and cuss people out. But now it's like. Um, you, you have a footprint that uh, that YouTube account's attached to your Google, which is attached to your paper. You know, people will find you now. Right, right, right. 
the companies the companies don't accept it as much either. You can get reported, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That's a good. That's a good thing. You know how we're talking about whether or not this place would be loud or not. <laughs> I feel like from the moment I pushed record, there's like someone walking out the door. There's a person mixing a cocktail. There's someone making a coffee. Everything is just like. I mean, your mic is probably good enough to just capture this little bubble. Hopefully. Yeah. I might potentially. Um... Just test it. Just just cut it and test it. You're fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. But I'm I gonna might, order another one anyways. I might get you to sit over here if that's cool. And it's facing the majority of the conversation is facing away. Is that right? Is that right? Do you, yeah. still, do you still get the people? Yep. Test it. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Either either or. Either one. Okay. All right. Okay. What do you think about it? It's good. That's a random. I don't even know. It's a good Pinot. I can't pronounce it. You can pronounce it for us. Uh, that one. 2018. What? How Holy do you say that? Holy South series. No, no, that one. Or Matahiwi. Matahiwi. Okay. Oh, let's go. <laughs> can pronounce that what are you talking well, about no, because i thought maybe the h would turn into like a, a f or something oh or... okay that's w w h w -H. Yeah. Right. fungare right fungare close yeah very good is it spelled with a w h mm. Mm. yeah um we were talking about spotify yep. at pan here So you brought up a good point about the fact that about the fact that there will be a lot of people that hear music and hear songs via Spotify and will have no idea who the artist is or what the song is called. And the, one of the reasons is because the platform is conducive to you finding popular or being introduced to popular playlists. So you type in chill. You, you know, you start the day, you're going to walk to work, it's a 25-minute work. Uh, you type in chill, and you push play, you put the phone in your pocket. You have no idea who you're listening to, it's about chill. And it's not even, you don't even get radio, there's not even like, back in the day when it was radio, they would introduce the band or like finish off the band and be like, that was yeah. Aerosmith or whatever, yeah. you know, you don't even get that. At least I don't think so, I don't... No, you don't. I don't subscribe to Spotify or any of that, no. You, no. you don't listen to Spotify? You don't have Spotify? No. Uh -uh. Um, yeah, I... Um... So why did you bring that up in conversation? Because I, I thought that was a very valid point, but now... I thought that you brought it up, but... Um, yeah, no, we were just... I think we were, we were just talking about... We were talking about an approach to people, uh, musicians who make music, and, and you were talking about those who... It's almost like a, the, the business model for platforms like Spotify is to release a song every, like, two weeks or what have you, and the focus is to get onto the popular playlists because that's how they get listens and that's how they make money. Yeah. Finding, finding and getting placed in playlists and, um, and that, um, fan um, interaction, like having to, having to basically um, reinsert yourself into the stream of like media that everyone are constantly... Um, taking in day to day like um, because maybe attention span I don't know 
I don't know why people would assume that, but maybe that's the way of, um, maybe that's like the formula for getting as much revenue on streaming services. Um, it's, it's, it's not about, um, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily about quality anymore. Maybe more, it's definitely more about, it seems like quantity. Um, but obviously not, not for your Lady Gaga's and this kind of stuff, but, um, I guess people trying to hustle and make it real big, perhaps. But they might have a mix of both. Lady Gaga will have the hits, which is the quality, but then the quantity is all about whatever they're doing in social media and stuff to stay relevant. Oh, yeah. So she... I mean, um, but but yeah. those that don't have the persona, music, musicians that don't have the persona, their quality and quantity is just uh, just regular releases of music. It doesn't matter how good it is, just so long as they can get as close to being on the popular playlist and yeah. they'll get listens and they'll make right, money. Yeah. So I guess what we were talking about was a particular artist that we liked and then how yeah, how in the last six months this artist, like, he, he released, you know, uh, a track every two or three weeks and, and they seem to just get less quality and they're just on a steady decline and he's almost... Um, He's almost trying, like almost uh, every kind of subgenre or side. I don't know. He's, he's it's like the scattergun approach. They're just yeah. trying to hit everything. If it, it seems like he's um, diluting his original sound, but maybe this is just the way that makes the money. <laughs> uh, but I mean, listening to stuff that he put out like a year ago and listen to it now, you're like, oh yeah, he's like he's progressing as an artist or whatever. But it's whenever you look at like um, an artist that you really like and you get that album every two or three years and hopefully majority of the songs you really like and then some of these artists online you go to their their Spotify playlist page or whatever or their band camp or whatever and they just got they've got like 50 tracks they've released in the last like two and a half three years and you can't there's there's no substance to any of it but you know on first click, when you first start to play it, you might think that it's cool, right? Like at first, you're just like, oh, what is this? This is kind of cool. But then you, it's just that, that there's nothing to it, and it just kind of repeats a whole bunch. And then, yeah, and that's what we, we spoke about as well, right? Yeah, um, yeah, we did. The, the intros, just, just having a... Having so, a, so you were saying that in order to get... Uh, in, in order to be classified as a play or a listen, um, a person has to have listened to a track for 30 seconds or think, something like that? Or I think it's something like 30 seconds. Th so. There's some kind of algorithm yeah. to it that calculates it. Right. So if you get skipped before 30 seconds or something, perhaps you don't get that fraction of a cent. I, I don't know. but um, So musicians are front-loading all the good parts right at the beginning, <laughs> almost like a trailer, but then there's no movie afterward. Right. And, and it's almost because, you know, we all have like a... Um, we, we all anticipate songs we have like an expectation of like an intro a verse a chorus a breakdown a verse you know and the dance songs and other songs that are kind of popular right now pop you know it the format is like intro drop chorus you know it's like it, they, they they lay it all out within basically the first 15 20 seconds so that they keep you you know like it's like a trailer it's like super fast trailer here's all that you're going to get for the next two and a half minutes stick around you know like but then, but then there's there's no movie afterward that's well, the some, funny thing I, I think there are some obviously there, there, there are there are some artists yeah. that are like this is a generalization awesome. yeah, 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 obviously totally um, 
but yeah, it's um. So, so, so in in your own opinion, is that a, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it, it, all all music kind of has like a time and place. So not all music can be listened to at, at the same place so we, at the same time. We were talking about that as well. Like, you, c- you can't can't drive if you have like a five minute drive like me. I can't listen to a Tool song in five minutes, so, you know, like, I, I listen to, you know, electro or electronic stuff that's got a little bit more energy, and it's, you, you can get through a couple of songs in six minutes, um, so you wouldn't, yeah, it's it's a time and a place kind of situation, and, and the Spotify does cater to that, and so maybe I'm being narrow-minded, because, you know, you, you do have every playlist or any emotion you can basically type just like Google you can type it into Spotify you can be like and exactly this like oh, cooking in the kitchen or cleaning the house there's like a playlist that somebody's made and then there'll be like a popularity ranking it would be like oh um, e-entertainment's fucking cooking cooking in the kitchen uh, playlist someone's gonna check it out um, and this is this is the whole this is the whole operation I'm gonna order another wine you want a wine? yeah 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 I'm enjoying this one. It is, all right. So, but you personally, do you like the change in the way we consume music when it comes to specifically no. platforms like Spotify and no, stuff? I don't, I, don't, I don't like Spotify and I don't like binge watching t- television shows either. I, I think it sucks. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Um, getting an entire season on fucking Sunday night at 7 and then next thing you know it's 1.30 and you've watched the whole fucking thing or you're, you, you, you're like you're like you're like um, two shows away from the finale and you're like oh god I gotta see it and like you, and it, it, it takes away from the old timey kind of um, uh, conversations with your co-workers and talking about it at the water cooler and everything else like that they're just like oh did you see that season of what you call it like yeah I watched the entire fucking season the ending was great and it's like oh okay but if you would have watched it one by one and you would have you would have had time to think about it you'd have had time to you know it, it, it's not you've got to digest and you've got to really I, I un- think, unpack it I think it's going to change um, I think um, uh, com- Disney is not doing that and HBO is not doing that Wait, what do you mean? Uh, the, the, sh- the series that they will be releasing are going to be episodic. It's going to be once a week. Wow. Yep. Very exciting. Well, yeah, that's right. It, it's different. Um, and, and that's probably to some degree what's kind of like Spotify. I mean, they're definitely killing the industry for the artists because, like I said, or like you, you kind of stated, like uh, no one knows who they're listening to. Um, and the only way that they, um, they're like, oh yeah, fucking ten and a half minutes through that playlist that I listened to earlier. And they go back and they look and they're like, oh, that was that artist. Okay. Um, but there's, unless you're, unless you're physically looking at your computer, you're not going to know what that artist is. It's not like in Spotify, they have a little bumper in between each song and they're like, uh, that was Blink 182. Or just, just just say the name of the artist. Or, I, I mean, maybe yeah. that would interrupt the flow. Or maybe they have a recap at the end of the playlist, and I don't know. Yeah. But then again, you don't like commercials whenever you're listening to music, though. So I mean, but I, I, I whenever I've been like, oh, I'm listening to a song, and I'm like, this is awesome. And they're like, that was this guy, this song. And I'm yeah. like, sweet. Yeah. But I guess that's why um, 
uh, what was that? Shazam. Shazam is super big. Yeah. So people are just like, oh, what the, what is that? And they just. I I get mo- I add most of the songs to my own playlist, which is just the songs that I like from the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, when I'm driving around the car, driving to brunch, driving to coffee. I hear a song on the radio, radioactive or something like that. So you're listening to the real radio. Yeah, and then they will, and so I'll either Shazam it or they'll say who the artist was, and I will go and download it. I love the song. I Shazam it. I see the person. I listen to their album. I choose a couple of songs I really like. Add it to the playlist. That's how I consume music. There was there's there's some study that it's like uh, whenever you get into a routine, you actually like kind of stop using uh, brain cells and you you, 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 you generate more brain cells uh, or you like activate more connections with between your brain cells by um, always kind of doing things different are you serious that's fascinating so like fucking go a, go a different way to work randomly uh, completely switch up your routine com- do completely different things than you would normally do um, I think yeah but I, I don't I don't know what it's called but there, there is there is this logic that's we're we're constantly making connections with brain cells and like, like making this web or whatever, and um, yeah, doing doing a routine and sticking with that routine is like not not really good to some degree. I don't know. I mean, if your routine was the study all the time, I guess that wouldn't be bad. But perhaps perhaps going somewhere else to study, <laughs> you know, yeah, being yeah, somewhere yeah. else, being yeah. in a different environment to study every other day. Yeah, maybe you would learn more. Wow, that is fascinating. Yeah. Well, I hate, man, that, that's one thing that, for myself, working on music, like, it, it, it's, it kind of sucks to be in a little room by yourself, you know, having to do it. Right. Um, electronic music and this whole thing is, uh, it just kind of goes hand in hand, like, unless you, you know, make like a band, you know, in this day and age, especially with the pandemic, I mean, bands are probably less and less but even then you can do bands online so whatever I mean just getting out of the house um, I find I find sitting in a room right trying to write music isn't isn't inspiring right you know? so, so what do you do to mix that up I don't know I have I don't I, don't, I guess I don't do anything <laughs> um, I, I always have random shit playing I'll even listen to other music while I'm working at various super low volumes and like have two different YouTube videos of, or movies playing at the same time and I'm completely distracted from all this stuff. I, I pay no attention to it, but it's there. Um, but I, I, yeah, all of my really good ideas come like while I'm driving to work, like that, that, that five to ten minutes drive to work, I have like all the best ideas that I could have for a new song in that window. And then um, the rest of the day is, uh, you know, work. And then I get home and I try. I try to work. Um, I try to be productive and uh, I try to do things different, like you said, like I was, like we were speaking about. But um, uh, time is definitely like the issue. I think. Right. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. having time. Yeah. Like work a work a ten hour day, and then have a social life and a girlfriend and some cats. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cats the crazy cat guy now I got, I got two cats and they're they're coming to the door every five to ten minutes wanting something oh, yeah. Nice. yeah can we talk about what you do for work uh, not necessarily what you're working on no yeah I work at you know um, 
Visual Effects Studio, and we do um, way to digital, way to digital, yeah. and yeah. worked on some worked on some pretty big projects. Yeah. Did I think Weta works on pretty much has a finger in the pie of most of the big projects these yeah. days. Or, or yep. Yeah, things are going. I think I think things are going good. Yeah. Going well. Yeah. Um, I I worked on you know. Uh, um, Avatar to Infinity War and Endgame and you know every other thing that we've worked on in between the Hobbit movies that weren't very good and a bunch of other bad stuff some Tintin Tintin oh that's right yeah yeah what's been your favorite out of curiosity what what, what film or I mean I think um, I mean it's the newest so it's got that new factor but Infinity War and Endgame that's the Marvel one yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think these movies were something you know that's the uh, uh, big 23 movie kind of finale thing where yeah I don't know I mean it was first I mean it's not a, it's not a great movie Tenant's a great movie but uh, there there it's good it's good for the time and uh, it was it was really fun to be a part of it and people's reactions to the movie was amazing yeah um, and and it was the highest grossing film or one of those Marvel films yeah Endgame is the highest grossing film to date until Avatar re-releases or whatever yeah which, which is quite amazing because Titanic held that for so long I think Titanic's still like third or fourth or something right yeah, yeah. But, uh, that, but that must be pretty amazing to have worked on the highest grossing film yeah. worldwide of it all time I mean that's pretty exciting the, uh, the, the lockdown the COVID stuff um, I'm sure that this, this record is going to get broken more frequently it's, yeah, it's, yeah, more people are interested in movies, and um, I think yeah, there, there's like a been a re-in, reinvigoration. I don't know, like really? I, I don't know if, 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 if I mean, it feels that way, doesn't it? Like, um, yeah, I've hit that a couple times. Uh, you know, I, I guess so. There are th- certain things that we've re-fallen in love with because we've got time on our hands or because there are, we're limited in a lot of the things we can do so we're kind of re-falling in love with some I don't know I think um, I think also like people just got better at writing and like really kind of plotting the course like you know the Marvel movies aren't necessarily individually all very great movies at all um, but because they all are intertwined and they're episodic it's like a television show it's like a big ass long television <laughs> show and people want to see it all they're like oh you know like people are um, people are going to go out and um, subscribe to Disney Plus just so they can watch the next Marvel shows which will be episodic right yeah. oh so there are episodic Marvel shows coming out yeah there's a lot yeah oh wow okay. yeah I, I like that. I like the idea of things becoming episodic again. You know, like looking forward to something and, and building up the anticipation and getting excited. And then it's only 24 minutes long, and then and then you have to wait the next week. But as you say, you've got the entire week to talk about it and think about it and get excited. You know, that that's cool. Yeah, I mean, imagine what <laughs> you know. Kids these days, they don't. I mean, I guess, you know, what, what did we do? It was like Saturday mornings. There were cartoons on Saturday mornings, and that was like a thing. Saturday morning has been gone for a long time. That's true. Right? A real long time. I probably, I definitely watched too much cartoons when I was a kid. 
but uh, Saturday mornings was something, it, and uh, it was special. Um, and kids today definitely don't have that. They don't even have like a, you know Sunday evening sit with your family kind of watch the prime time shows. I mean, I guess some channels, I guess maybe Fox and all these people still have like the Sunday night. I mean, I don't know how it works anymore because everything's online. So how do I, I don't know. Uh, oh, so that's one thing that Fox has done right, I guess, out of all the things that they do really, really badly. Well, I mean, they always had like television shows that were big, I think. Right. Now they're owned by Disney, so it's just Disney. Yeah, I guess there's something to be said about kind of that, you know, the the artifact that is the TV, you know, where you go and you like click the dial. Not that that was ever the case, but tur- turn the dial to channel three or whatever, and and wait for the ads and you know you get there three minutes early so you you know you've got to wait for the last part of the last show and then the ads and then your show comes on you know what I mean that's quite exciting and I guess it's the type of thing too if someone comes in there talking to you you're like shh I'm watching <laughs> I'm watching it started you can't just you can't push pause on it so it's kind of like you have to you can't allow for any other distractions you have to shush someone or shoo someone um, otherwise, you're going to miss out, and, and there's something really cool about that. Uh, there, there are pros and cons to everything. There are pros to being able to pause something and come back to it so you can fully focus. But there are also pros to saying, look, if you weren't there in the moment, you missed out, and and either someone recorded it on a VHS or you had to find out from someone what happened, and so it kind of forces you to be there to make sure you're there for the next you one. Have to wait for the next season whenever it's a rerun. The fall, or the next the episode, season. and you had to hear what happened in the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies are great. Going to see a movie is great. Ben, that Tenet score the, yeah, yeah. by this uh, Ludwig, I don't know his name. He did Black Panther, and he did The Mandalorian. All right. He did The Mandalorian. Yeah. And it, it, sounds, Love that show. it sounds like an orchestra with like like an 808 it's just like kind of a little bit of a gangster beat but there's an orchestra it's, it's alright yeah it's quite impressive um, so I had this conversation yesterday after after I saw it uh, with Iggy and Laura um, and, and a good point that was raised is in, in some of the some of the dialogue parts where they're kind of talking about what seems to be quite critical stuff to the movie you can't hear it you can't hear it because the sound the music is so loud <laughs> and they also have a mask. They were wearing masks. But, it, but that must be... Uh, I would assume that that must be deliberate. Or I, they, No, no. I think Christopher Nolan definitely does that on purpose. But why? Because it would be like that. You know, like... It, it, I don't know. He wants you to go back and watch his movies again. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's... And, it's, and the funny it, thing is, you and I have both seen it, and, and, and we will both probably see it at least one or two more times at the yeah. cinema in order to understand but it. Also, people think that the, um, the embassy sound is that bad, but I don't, I don't agree. I think, that, I think that he does that on purpose, because he did it in Batman, and I think he just he, he, he records and he has the sound, and, and it's all a part of the moment. And uh, if you really care about what they're saying, go back and watch it. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I agree, though, because... Um, I didn't understand anything Bane said, and there was definitely a part in that movie where people were shooting at one another, and they have like masks on their face, and they're yelling, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> the critical and, stuff that they're talking about, the algorithms and all that kind of yeah. stuff, and it's kind of like they got a mask over, and it's like, yeah. wah, wah, wah. 
damn, that was a good movie. Yeah. Do you think we're in a good state globally? Do you think we're doing things well? Do you think we're doing things bad? Do you think... I think America... COVID has been a good thing, a bad thing? Do you think politics is ruining us? I have too much of an opinion, but America is definitely more divided than it's been in a real long time, and it's quite sad. Right? Yeah. Hi, how's it going? Nice to meet you. (laughs) Patrick. Good. I'm just in the middle of a thing. I'll I'll pop over in a second. No, no, you can jump in if you want, Patrick. No, that's all good. That's all good. You're good. Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Kev. Appreciate it. Mucho. Mucho. Cheers. Cheers, buddy.